Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, there's this girl on YouTube, and I want to recommend her to the listeners. Because she had very valid points when it comes to dating. And she talked about what prompted her to begin to talk about dating and relationships. And what prompted her was men saying, once you turn 27 years old, you hit the wall. A woman hit the wall. And I didn't know that a 27-year-old was a senior citizen. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so the girl was just saying she was tired of hearing it. She was listening to them and what they had to say and so forth and so on. And she actually concluded that the ones that are complaining are degenerate. And she said that they're going to have to accept the women that are left over. And I said, if that's not some truth for that is. It always, you know, floored me as to how these guys had it in their mind that they could be undesirable and unattractive, but expect to get Kylie Jenner. Someone that looks like Kylie Jenner. Or someone that looks like Lori Harvey. Somewhere in their delusional minds, it was okay for them to be sexually attracted to whom they wanted, but when it comes to attractive women, they're not supposed to have a right to want the same thing, to be sexually attracted to a man. You're not supposed to. They want to tell the attractive women that there's not enough of those type of guys that you want. The six-figure earner, and he tall, and he this, and he that. There's not enough of that going around. So you're going to have to get who's available. And I don't understand how that same logic don't apply to them. But old girl called it out. I just don't understand how she's, her post is not viral. Because it should be. So, let me pull up my YouTube and... 
I'm going to tell you what old girl's name is. One second, I should have had her name ready, child. Okay, it's Amber Jalee, J-A-I-L-E-E. Now, if you go to the section of her YouTube that says community, where she wrote a post, uh, she was dragging them with the truth. She spoke nothing but the truth. And she figured it out real quick. So she says, you know, I'm 23 years old and I would never accept somebody like that. I don't want a 40 year old that's old. And I remember when I was in my 20s and it was these, I thought 30 something was a senior citizen. And when it would be these who I deemed as old preying on me, I thought, it's disgusting. You're like old, ill. So I guess she's enjoying her limelight as a 23-year-old dragging the incels for filth. With the truth. She's speaking the truth. But something that's really important that she recognized is that they're never satisfied. And they're not. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you say something, you're wrong. If you don't say anything, you're wrong. And if you do everything right and then you make one mistake, very innocent, they want to drag you down the road for something very innocent. You could have undercooked the brown rice. They want to drag you down the road for undercooking the brown rice. I said this before and I'll say it again. They just want women to suffer. They want to make women feel the way that they have always felt. And you can't do that with a conscious woman. You can't do that with someone who knows the truth. These guys are a bunch of blatant pathological liars. They're emotionally dishonest. They're toxic and they're dangerous. So my advice would be don't pay attention to who you don't want. Focus on who you do want and divest. Divest. When I went to the Caribbean islands, The men there were amazing. When I went to Mexico, the men there were amazing. Really, really amazing. They weren't like who I see on social media. At the same time, um, those type of guys don't have access to someone like me. 
when I did date, it wasn't people like that. When I'm around my male family members, I am treated like a goddess. I don't open a door. I don't pay for anything. I don't carry a bag. I don't change a light bulb. That's how they treat me. So I don't know all of this abuse and toxicity that comes from them. I see them, I hear them, and they're hypocrites. And I think that they're defeating their own purpose. I think they're demonically possessed. I do. I'm very serious about that. So demon. I think they have an identity crisis. And I think that they don't deserve any poom poom. More women need to keep their legs closed. And more women need to stop reproducing for them. So check the girl out on YouTube. And I was absolutely made some really good, really good points. And I enjoyed listening to her. She had a video clip in one of her videos of Kevin Samuels. And you guys know I didn't pay no I didn't even know who Kevin Samuel was, first of all. Until he had died and his death went viral. And I wonder, who, who the hell is this guy? So I went on YouTube and I found the last video that was uploaded. I listened to it. And then when it got to the end, it was a very demonic, I hate you. With a growl and everything. And for those of you that have been around for a while, you know that I played that thing on loop. Like three times so that you guys can hear it. And then I got rid of it. Because I did not want that sound in my home. quite interesting but the girl had a clip from Kevin Samuels when she when excuse me Kevin Samuels was telling them that a lot of them don't qualify for who it is that they want and they're gonna have to settle and they're not part of the one percent and the one percent are the ones that get the girls between the ages of 18 and 25 they don't qualify for that I thought you know they repeat everything except for that. <laughs> they don't repeat that part at all. <laughs> then Kevin Samuels told them that they want a man. They don't repeat that part at all either. Quite interesting. I never listened to what Kevin Samuels had to say. I never did. I never did. So that's that part. Tony Gaskins did a video saying what he thinks is the reasons why these men don't like women. And when he got to the end of the video, he told them that they like being, what the hell he say? 
paddle driven in the rectum? Something about the rectum. <laughs> and I said, well, damn. <laughs> he talked about how they bond with other men and they prefer to be around other men and all this here stuff like that. And said, you just want the backdoor action. That was intense. <laughs> so then I got curious and I said, well, I know I heard about Andrew Tate. I never paid too much attention to him either. I know that he went to jail in another country. I know he got out of jail. I know his brother got arrested. And like that was it. <coughs> there was a lot of people that were saying that they don't like him. So I said, let me go on his profile and let me see. I put in his name and he came up. Tall guy. I didn't even know that he was tall. And I see that he likes to work out. And on his bio, he talks about being vegan and all this other here stuff. And so I'm looking at him working out and I'm saying to myself, but the incels ain't working out and they not vegan. Their stomach is still hanging over their belt. I'm not even going to get into all of that. But if that's their role model, most people or some people copy their role model. But these guys are not doing that. They're not taking the positives from what he's saying and applying it to themselves. I saw that he had almost 8 million followers. I didn't think his following was that large. But then again, I, I, it never entered my mind to think, well, how big is his following? I just knew that he was selling some courses for men and men was buying it. And people were saying they was getting scammed. I, I, I don't know. But he had a, a couple of encouraging and inspirational things on his profile, which surprised me. Then he sat down, he did an interview with Candace Owens and the camera was all in his face. And I said, my God, I don't like it. Something's not right. The same way I heard that sound coming out of Beyonce's mouth when she was in Dubai and she was on that stand and it raised her above the crowd. I had to turn the volume off and look at what she was doing because the sound that was coming out of her mouth did not sit right with my spirit. And it was the LGBTQIA plus community that said, oh, that's the sound of a siren. And I said, the things that's in the ocean. Ain't that witchcraft? Ain't you putting people in a trance? 
if you're putting them in a trance, then you're harvesting their their energy. So what are you using their energy for once you harvest it? So looking at Andrew Tate gave me the same thing. Like, uh-uh, something's not right. Don't sit right in my spirit. Just look at him in his face. Something is not right. It just is not sitting right in my spirit. I scrolled. So you know me, I want to be a little bit nosy. I went into the correspondence section. For those of you that are listening to this podcast for the first time, the correspondence section is the comment section. I just call it the correspondence section. Because the correspondence section will be giving you all of the information. So I go into the correspondence section and I saw this one person. He said... You know, I thank you so much. It's because of you. And, uh, you know, I was able to, you know, get into this Ivy League college, law college, and be taking law and blah, 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 blah. And so I went into his profile being nosy, you know, and he had all of his credentials on his profile about him being accepted into this Ivy League college for law. So, wow, that's a positive thing. But am I missing something here? Because if some people are being inspired to being a better them today than they were yesterday, if somebody is being inspired to be ambitious, why is it the majority of the incels are, are... are stagnant. They don't want a solution. They don't want to rectify their problem. They don't want to have a therapist. They want problems always. We'll leave them right there where they are. Let them keep their problems to themselves. I'm waiting for the day that the timelines begin to intersect with each other and that energy comes flowing into this atmosphere. It's a sexual energy, kind of like sex magic, and it's going to cause a lot of men to turn to other men. And I'm waiting for it to be themselves coming out of the closet. The internet world is going to be in shambles because they're going to, we've been saying this for the longest time. We knew it. You could have been, came out the closet. You was toxic all that time. You are liars. Oh, they're going to get dragged for filth. So I'm scrolling in the correspondence section and I'm seeing the love-hate thing going on. A couple of fake profiles in there. Trolling. I was surprised to see Hispanic men and Caucasian men in the correspondence section being inspired being inspired 
to have a better body, to have a healthier living, a better quality of life, so forth and so on. I'm just looking and I'm saying, you guys didn't have any father figures. So Andrew Tate is like their father. Teaching them the things that their father never taught them. And that's why he's able to sell his courses to them. Then he put something, he made a post, and he said on a post, I got out of the correspondence section, so I'm going to look at a couple of more things, and he made a post, and he said, there's plenty of good women out here, and if you can't find one, you're a dickhead. I had to go to the correspondence section for that one. I wanted to see what the insides were saying. Not one person say, no, I'm not a dickhead. Not one person say, no, there's not any good women in the United States. Not one person said, I married one. It's quite interesting to see so many singles of all different nationalities and all different age ranges. That was an interesting moment for me to be nosy because I learned some things. Between Andrew Tate Tony Gaskins and the Kevin Samuels that little clip that I saw it showed me that they weren't 1000% against melanated women And it showed me that they were holding men accountable and responsible and telling them the truth. They were saying to them, you're ugly. You have to lower your standards and take what you can get. Beggars can't be choosers. You're sloppy, you don't have no job, you're in your mother's basement, you have multiple kids by multiple women, you don't qualify for that. Stay in your lane. But the incels never mention any of that. They don't mention any of it. So I think I want to listen in on YouTube a little bit more when it comes to Andrew Tate and Kevin Samuels. 
especially when they're interviewing men and they have like that caller when they're interviewing men and I want to see what it is that they're saying to them because the incels act like these guys are not telling them to get their shit together and to get their lives in order have some ambition take care of your health they're not mentioning those things So that was interesting. So now I want to talk about what's going on in Africa. And then I'm going to head on out. So first of all, Putin created a cryptocurrency that's backed by gold. And it launches on August 22nd, 2023. And if I remember the article right, it said 14 more countries have signed up to join BRICS. A lot of countries have signed up to join BRICS in the last couple of months. And when I look at that, I say to myself, America, you certainly got a lot of freaking enemies. I think the only one that I didn't hear about requesting joining BRICS is Switzerland. And that could just be, I, you know, just didn't catch the article. They could have. Switzerland has always been neutral. And I need to look up uh, what's going on with Sweden. Did they request to join BRICS too? So they're having their, I guess it's called the Davos meeting. I'm not sure. They're having a meeting with different presidents and prime ministers, and they're coming together to talk about whatever it is that they're going to talk about. I can't wait to watch whatever it is that they put out on the internet. But once the information came out that BRICS, um, not BRICS, Putin created a cryptocurrency that's backed by gold, I knew that the U.S. dollar, which is not backed by anything at all, is in deep freaking trouble. August is going to be a very interesting month indeed. But we have a couple of planets which is in retrograde, so it should sort of kind of be quiet. Sort of kind of. Now, once these planets station and then go direct, she it's going to be like the beginning of the first quarter of 2023, where everything, it was a whole lot of things happening all at one time and all around us. We're going to get that again. I, you know, the next two decades with Pluto being in Aquarius is going to be quite 
interesting. So, as that's going on with bricks, Niger over in Africa had did a coup and put France out of Niger and was celebrating and was waving the Russian flag in Africa. And one of the military men had did a video. It had went viral. And the man was saying that. Now this was before the coup had happened. And he was saying that. He was over there in Russia. Getting some weapons. And he said he didn't have to do. You know. What. They normally would have to do. For customs when it comes to the United States. They just walked in with what they had, you know, into Russia and going leaving Russia and going back to Niger and Africa with the weapons from Russia. Did a video, a separate video, with them checking out the weaponry that they was getting from Russia. I said, Bumba And the man was like, yeah, you know, this is an illegitimate, you know, person that's sitting in the office and he's not supposed to be there. We're going to get him out because he's making deals with the West and he's selling us out and he's giving us the giving giving them the uranium and the gold and there's no reason why we're not prosperous you know and we should have electricity and how 86 percent of niger don't have electricity and i said that song in my head again bumba club 86 percent That's a lot. 86%? No electricity and you're the one with the uranium? You know, I've always wondered, why aren't they wealthier than what they are? Because a, a lot of things is produced from the earth in different parts of Africa. They're natural resources. I was wondering why they didn't put the people out of their damn country. But it never dawned on me that their prime ministers and their presidents was shaking hands with the leaders in the U.S. and making backdoor deals for USD in exchange for the type of dominance that they had over in Africa. But it's the age of Aquarius, baby, and Africa is standing up. The men are saying, we ready to fight. We ready. We ready. Come on, somebody. I'm really happy to see Africa not, the the people of Africa not being so fragile because they seem very timid. 
Uh, and it seems like they got a little bit more oomph with them because their leaders had been talking with a lot of courage. And the leaders have been telling the citizens, yeah, you're in different places in Africa, but you are all one. These are your brothers and your sisters, you know, come together and blah, blah, blah. And the people have been making an attempt to come together and to unify. And they keep bringing up Gaddafi and saying, you know, this is what Gaddafi tried to do, try to unify everybody in Africa and let the resources in Africa be for the people in Africa and create jobs and all sorts of things that, you know, Gaddafi was trying to do. And the people did not forget who unalived Gaddafi. The people will not forget how they're suffering because, partly because of the European countries that got their hand in their natural resources. So they're attempting to get rid of the leaders there that's, you know, doing these things and causing, you know, the middle class and the poor to suffer even more than what they need to. And they're saying that they need military forces and it's a lot happening in Niger. But I'm really, really happy to see that, you know, they're standing up and they're not being so timid. They're not being so timid. And Salima, he's a freedom fighter. Malima, not Salima. Malima. Malima. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. He's from South Africa and he's a freedom fighter. And I like the guy. He reminds me of the African version of Donald Trump to a degree. And when I say that, I mean when the freedom fighter speaks, he's direct with it. And nobody's going to tell him what to do at all. He's a straight shooter. Um, And that's pretty much how Donald is. He's a straight shooter. Um. I be trying to encourage the people, you know, in South Africa to try to talk him into being a prime minister or something. I don't think he'll do that. Even if they, you know, was loud on social media about him becoming a prime minister or president, I don't think that he would. I think he likes being a freedom fighter. I like the guy. So he did a big speech and the people was cheering and I was cheering. I was like, go Africa. I was happy to see it. The people are tired. Everybody's tired. Even the people in the United States are tired. So, uh, France, you know, they have their pound, the currency. I learned that there are 14 African countries that 
use France's money. And I'm really shocked at that. I don't know why they didn't have their own currency. Why didn't they create their own currency? Hopefully, with Pluto being in Aquarius and BRICS, you know, them South Africa being part of BRICS, they will begin to, you know, create their own currency and barter between each other and barter with whatever other country that, you know, is not trying to take advantage of them. They, I think Africa knows now who their friends are and who their enemies are. Viva la resistance. You know. And France, wasn't France just on fire? The, the people in France was... <laughs> they done burnt down a Black Rock building. They were setting uh, um, uh, police departments on fire. They done took a car, ran it into the bank, honey. Left the car parked in the bank. Broke into the zoo and let the animals out the zoo. And there was a giraffe standing by the building looking around. There was elephants, honey, walking down the block. <laughs> Francis on fire. I don't know if they got, you know, what they need to fight with Niger. I don't know if they got what they need. They on fire. They busy. Right now. They're busy right now. France is tearing the place down. <laughs> so we got all of this going on, right? We got we got the bricks and the digital currency that's backed by gold to crash the US dollar. They're doing business with each other with China and Saudi Arabia and you know all of them bartering you know with each other paying their debt their you know bills rather with this currency and I'm thinking when you deal with these types of people, right? Let's call France Karen. When you're dealing with Karen, Karen is a narcissistic. And Karen is used to things being a certain way. Uh, and, and Karen is used to uh, things going a certain way for her. And Karen is antagonistic. And a bully. And Karen could be scared half to death. But Karen won't stop doing what she's doing. So now you can say to Karen, listen, I don't want to fight and do all of these things. Just get on up out of my country. Uh, and I'm going to stop my uranium and, and, and gold. My people, 86% of my people, don't have electricity or jobs or proper infrastructure or even the military that they need. We need our own weapons. We got things to do. 
and we're not concerned with what you got going on in your country. Go on over in your country uh, and, and let's barter with each other. Karen's not going to want to do that because Karen had been taking advantage all of these years. Karen don't want to let that go. Karen already thinks that Nigel is beneath her. Karen is thinking to herself, I'm not going to uplift Niger because and give Niger equality because nothing good will come out of it. And what Karen means by that is if I let go, you'll rise on your own. You're you're a robust people. And you'll more than likely rise above me. And you'll become more powerful than me and smarter than me. That will put me beneath you. And I'm not used to being beneath you. And my pride and my ego can't handle being beneath you. And you may get so powerful one day that you may give me my just desserts and I don't want that. And that scares me. So I'm going to gaslight you and blow the smoke screen so that you won't figure that part out. And I just says, okay, since you don't like me talking to you and asking you to leave, well, I'm going to make some noise. And that's what they did. Niger made noise and France left. Then the president of France was like, oh, we got to protect our interests. Your interest is in their uranium and their gold. It doesn't belong to you anyway. It's a natural resource of Africa. How dare you come into my house and then tell me you don't want to leave my house? The audacity. But in true Karen form, because Karen has a lot to lose, including a bruised ego and crushed pride, Karen's going to want to fight. Karen going to go back, get some reinforcement, and then go back. So Niger is going to have to fight. They're going to have to fight back. They're going to have to be prepared. And they're going to have to fight back. And I think that military guy knew that, which is why he went to Russia before the coup and had got the weapons. Niger had declared war on France because France don't want to let go. Like a true narcissistic person, they don't want to let go of their, their, their source. So how do you get rid of somebody like that? If they're going to come out swinging, how do you deal with somebody like that? You didn't want to fight from the beginning. You could have did it the the easy way. Let's just barter. Let's make deals. Take your money. Take your your pounds. You know, we're going to do money and our own currency over here. Take your pounds and take your people and get on up out of my house. How do you deal with these people? 
How do you deal with a narcissistic antagonist that gets mad at having to leave your house and want to come back with a vengeance because of your pride? Niger, Niger is going to have to paint the town red. Unfortunately, they're going to have to paint the town red. So it's real interesting to see what will come of this. Between France and Niger. I'm going to say France and Africa. It's interesting to see what will come of it. Because the people are not, they're not scared anymore. They got the right leaders in place to you know, give them a little bit of confidence and encouragement and August is going to be a very interesting month. I especially want to keep my eye on what's going on because I plan on traveling there next year. And if there's a war going on, I'm not going. You dropped the bomb on me, baby. You dropped the bomb on me. I don't want to be enjoying the resort and things is blowing up. Uh-uh. I'm trying to get my ducks in a row so I can get out of the United States before China and Russia invade this motherfucker. One more thing I want to add before I head out, excuse me, is that when I was reading the correspondence section with the military guy from Niger, And they was really hitting the nail in the head when it comes to Gaddafi and their oppression and their poverty and who's doing what. I said this before and I say it again. When China and Russia invades the U.S., they're going to be bringing some people from Africa into the mix to invade the United States. And when those black African men see Caucasian people, it's not going to go well. All of them, the Russians, the Chinese men, and the Africans, are going to be very brute towards Caucasian people. Very, very brute towards Caucasian people. China's going to take some of them people into slavery. Russia's going to take some people into slavery. And I don't know as of yet what Africa is going to do when it comes to Caucasian people. If they're going to take anybody into slavery. But they are certainly going to be extremely brute. 
if you are Caucasian listening to this podcast, you need to go to a European country. If you choose to stay in the United States, you think this shit ain't real. You have more faith in the United States than you do the truth. You have more faith in the military and the dominance of American um, USD. Stay in the United States. If you are melanated, you need to go to the countries that are melanated. Don't think, Caucasian people, you're going to go to these melanated countries. And when the shit go down in the United States, and listen to what I'm telling telling you, it will be televised as it's happening. It's going to be live, okay? If you go into these melanated countries while the U.S. is falling... And they catch your ass outside. What do you really think is going to happen to you? You think they're going to be nice? The United States and the embassy in the United States is not going to save your ass. But you can do what you want to do. Melanated people, go to a melanated country. I thank you guys for spending some time with me. About an hour. We have learned that the incels is not, they don't have any ambition to do what, you know, their their fathers on social media is telling them to do to better themselves. We've learned that Putin has created a digital currency that is backed by gold to, um, to pretty much kill the USD. And we're looking to see what happens between France and Africa. August is a very interesting month. It will be a very interesting month. All right, you guys. Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and you will be notified. Until next time, shalom.